All right, you all, you need to come and listen to The Sci-Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci-Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So again, this is Axel, The Sci-Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci-Files. Welcome to another edition of the Gore Corner. Today is the Friday edition, and today we're going to be going over... I wanted to do something a little different today, um, and I want to start doing something different as a regular. Um, so, I am a subscriber to Shudder. Uh, Shudder is the horror movie streaming service, uh, very similar to Screenbox for those who have that and don't have Shudder. Shudder is also put out by AMC, so they do have a lot more money going into them, and they're not just your run-of-the-mill... Um, pit stop if you will <laughs> for because like i want to say that like when you look at Screenbox, like the comparison between Screenbox and shutter to me is you know like comparing the horror selection on crackle uh versus the horror selection on netflix it's kind of the same deal except for i will say that netflix has really stepped up their game with genre uh, material a lot of their original content is horror uh, based so you can't really dog on them for not putting out, you know, horror. Because they actually do put out some pretty cool shit. I think one of my favorite movies of recent is uh, the movie Ritual. Which is about a group of friends who go out to the woods and ultimately get killed. <laughs> but it's giant, freakishly weird looking monster. And that's all I'm really going to say about that. But I will say I enjoyed ritual quite a bit as well as some of the series as they've had um tabula raza is actually one or is one of them that i'm really enjoying also uh stranger things if you haven't seen that and i personally consider that more a horror show not a sci-fi i know it's kind of labeled as like a sci-fi horror kind of comedy but i kind of view it as being more horror than sci-fi just because of some of the content. Not to say that science fiction can't be horrific. It's just to the level and detail that they're going. To kind of exploit it the way horror normally would. That's kind of what makes me lean one way or over the other. And if you must know. I'm currently eating some fruit snacks. I believe fruit is a very good source. And you need your vitamin C's and stuff. And. Well, I had the munchies, so I decided to eat some fruit snacks. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. So, I wanted to start picking some movies that we haven't really talked about on our shows on this podcast. And these are movies that I've been watching myself through, you know, through Shudder. Much like the uh, Wolf Creek uh, Season 1 review that we did. I'm going to do yet another review. Um, this next movie, I think, is kind of a... It's a cool film. It stars 
Elijah Wood and John Cusack. And no, Joan is nowhere to be found. That's been weirding me out lately. It's just not seeing any John and Joan doublings. I'm just not seeing, you know, they're like a brother and sister duo that should always be in everybody, you know, each other's movies. And I understand they're not in each other's movies, you know, as of late because they've got different career paths going on. John is sticking to more independent film where his sister is doing a little bit of independent film and television. So we're always going to enjoy seeing her on Shameless as well as other shows. Uh, but that's not going to take away from the fact that when I see John Cusack's name somewhere, I'm totally going to watch it. Not because I'm just like a huge mark for the 80s, and I am. I totally am. But because he's a stellar actor. You know, he puts out a good performance, and I've never been critical, hypercritical, on any of his work. His work is pretty phenomenal as far as I'm concerned. Even though I will say the movie The Raven with him in it, he did a good job, but Jeffrey Combs does a way better job as Edgar Allan Poe. Just saying. Just for those people who haven't seen uh, The Black Cat. Or, um, you know, go out of your way and check that out. Um, the fact that, you know, I mean, he puts on a really good uh, clinic as far as uh, acting is concerned, Jeffrey Combs. And I'm just I'm just super excited, you know, seeing anything with him in it. Um, also, to keep in, keep in mind, uh, next weekend we are going to be um, we're going to be tearing through the halls of the Rose City Comic Con, uh, which is uh, happening September seventh through the 9th. and we're going to be kind of noticeable. You're going to be able to see us uh, kind of doing our own thing, kind of being weird. And I want to say that you know. Having not really done, you know, doing that many of these cons, you know, we, we've covered more horror cons in the pre in previous years than we have with, you know, Comic-Con. And they don't have a really big guest list for horror. Of course, uh, Letta Blair is one of the few actresses that I am looking forward to meeting as well as uh, Felicia Day. But, you know, on the writing side, you know, there's so many more, like, horror comic, you know, horror comic, like, illustrators and writers out there who do make their way through these cons, and we will be giving them all the love we can, since I'm pretty much a huge fan of that, and nobody else in our podcast group um, digs horror comics the way I do. Uh, Stavro's more about the films and TV shows rather than, you know, about that. So, anyway, back to Shudder. Um, the movie that I'm talking about with John and Elijah is called Grand Piano. Uh, this is a film about a young pianist whose uh, mentor passed away and left behind this incredibly expensive um, grand piano that he vows to play at a show that he's actually prepping for in the, at the beginning of the movie. Prepping for doing a show that, one, see, like, he had, like, a little bit of a torn background, so... Well, we'll get into that here in just a bit, but he has a bit of, um, you know, there's a lot of buildup that he has going into this concert. His wife is being super supportive. Uh, and of course, in this movie, Elijah's um, wife is a young actress, 
And now his background is kind of interesting. So he he's basically this like um, prodigy uh, piano player who, uh, by no fault of his own, was uh, setting himself up to do probably one of the most difficult songs that you could do on piano uh, live in front of a you know in front of a large crowd, and you know he's also being uh, joined by an orchestra as well. So. While he is uh, gearing up for this, you know, this big fiasco of a performance, um, he is also kind of haunted by his past since he actually walked out in the middle of playing this really extremely uh, hard to play song. And they, they kind of refer to it as the impossible to play song uh, that his mentor actually wrote. And he doesn't think he can live up to it. Now he's kind of, he's been practicing this for about a year now. He thinks he can really do it. Now in the theater, he is greeted by Bill S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> I popped when I saw him uh, pop on the stage. I thought that was super cool. Um, I am a big fan of his as well. So, uh, and of course I haven't said his name yet. And I will here in a minute, but my memory kind of sucks. So don't feel too bad that I can't actually remember his name. Um, Alex Winter uh, is that actor. And uh, so he's met by him. And, you know, of course, he he's one of the ushers there at the or there at the uh, or at the hall that he's actually performing on or the on the stage he's performing on um, at the at the venue. And I like there's a couple really funny, dumb moments there at the beginning because he's got like his uh, his wife's sister is also there with her husband. And she, of course, is kind of butthurt because they're se- they're going to be separated and they're not going to be put at the same seat. And her husband says the, the, the funniest thing I've ever, you know, that I've heard somebody say because they're going to a music performance, you know, at this big hall. And his first words out of his mouth was like, what do we have to hurry? Isn't there an opening act? And it's ridiculous because, of course, you know, you would be, you know, if you were going to recital of any kind, you know, especially something as large and big as this, because it's definitely a big return performance for this uh, one particular individual, that you would think he would kind of have the understanding that, oh, maybe he's the only one going on. This, This is that big of a deal, by the way. And... Of course, uh, while backstage, he gets uh, handed, or he's looking around for his music. He for, he forgets it. Um, he starts to think that some of the stuff that's being set up for him is a joke, because he starts seeing these weird notes kind of written around everywhere. And then he ends up on stage. Somebody catches up with him. It happens to be Bill S. Alex Winter's character, and catches up with him and gives him his music. And in the notes. You'll see like you see like these like hard drawn pen arrows and stuff inside the inside the sheet music and on one one of the pages it says if you mess up you will die you know <laughs> like don't screw the song up or you're gonna die and it's kind of funny because this so this movie kind of reminds me of and I don't know if anybody that you know listening has seen this movie at all it's like another good Elijah Wood horror film to go back and check a rearview mirror uh, which has him and Sasha Gray uh, porn act- ex-porn actress Sasha Gray in this film and 
it's this movie is very much like that. So there's this guy kind of watching him from the rafter somewhere. You don't know where he's at. You know, he's got a control pan, you know, control room set up somewhere. And he's being kind of insistive on where, you know, on what he is capable of doing and kind of proves himself to, you know, to Elijah's character, how, you know, how very on top of everything he is at this point. He's even telling him what, you know, his wife is doing at this time, you know, what he's doing, you know, the fact that he can see everything. And he basically is stating, if you don't play this song perfectly, it's impossible to play a song in the third, in the third act of your, uh, you know, of your performance. If you can't play this song, your wife and you are going to die. And it's kind of crazy. It's, it, this is kind of a... Uh, to me, this is like one of those like really great moments because this this plays more out like a horror thriller, except for some of the stuff you actually see gives it a little bit more of the horror vibe, which to me is fun because I really like these like you know thriller horror crossovers. I mean, because thrillers are basically horror films; they're just watered down horror films. Not this movie. This movie is pretty intense, and so he's trying to figure out ways that he can get message, you know, that he can let people know that oh my god, I'm on stage against my will now, and if I don't do this one thing, I'm gonna die, and so is my wife. And he ends up, uh, he ends up basically uh, setting it up to where he he has to show Elijah's character just how serious he is. And Elijah eventually makes it to a point where he's like, messaging his uh his you know basically is messaging his uh, brother or his brother-in-law um kind of because he knows he's too stupid to turn his phone off and and of course you know one of the things they show um in another scene is that he's just willy-nilly kind of playing around with his phone and ultimately what ends up happening uh in this in this piece is uh he ends up killing Elijah, you know, Elijah's character's brother, and he ends up killing the brother, and he ends up, um, doing some other horrible shit, which, you know, showcases that, oh yeah, I guess, well, I'm gonna kill your wife now, <laughs> everybody's gonna be, you know, you know, is that my mercy, ha 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 ha, um, your wife Emma's gonna die, and, um, and so, like, he ends up, uh, he, he ends up getting his assistant, or or the killer ends up getting his assistant um, to basically murder his brother. And then he ends up murdering his brother's wife because she ends up walking around the hall, or kind of the back, the back um, lobby area, kind of looking for him, calling him up, and she can hear his phone ringing, and she eventually gets killed. And so you do get a little bit of death in this movie. Um... I love the first death because it's kind of fun, you know. He gets clobbered, or the character of Wayne uh, gets clobbered and beaten down, and then eventually his neck gets broken. Uh, and go go, uh, Alex Winter for showing that test of strength. Um, of course, we know this is a movie, so. But you know, I mean, his his background is probably pretty crazy. And then once Ashley starts looking for uh, for Wayne, he ends, she ends up finding his body. But she, unfortunately, gets her throat slit with broken glass. So, 
some pretty fun setups for that scene. Um, and of course, they do some cutaways, so they don't you don't actually get to see the blood just pouring out. But it is a pretty fun moment, uh, just watching his wife getting killed. And I'll say this. Um, the close to the movie is pretty cool. Now, there are some spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, please go back and watch it before you listen to this. Um, I have included uh, the spoilers prompt in the text of this episode, so please go back and read that if you haven't seen it. Uh, all of our episodes too because they're all different we do different shit every single time so you know don't be too surprised anyway uh what i'm about to say here is basically elijah wood gets uh or his character uh tom i should say uh gets heads up because uh, i guess um clem the you know the killer his uh, radio frequencies end up getting crossed and elijah's just hearing everything he's saying to him so once uh, he realizes that this guy is not 100% like as, you know, snipery or whatever as he says he is, it basically since he finds out that he's not working alone and that he's having difficulties with his partner, um, and this is all an illustrious fucking uh, uh, heist to steal this, like, piano, because apparently in the piano, if you hit a certain set of keys in a certain order and they unlock there's like some kind of hidden prize inside you know probably money probably some kind of fortune probably some kind of letter some something of hardcore value enough to make this claim character want to kill people so anyway uh, a lot of tension and build up throughout here um, and eventually Elijah just says fuck you I'm gonna do everything my way plays the song wrong on purpose <laughs> Because uh, the crowd didn't know the difference. And, of course, there was actually a setup, you know, from earlier in the movie where, uh, where um, Raisinger, the, the conductor for the, for the orchestra that's playing along with Tom, uh, basically tells him early on in the movie, you know, people are always going to, you know, they'll, they'll hear you, but they don't always know you're playing wrong. You know, you're playing everything wrong. You know, they're just enjoying music. You know, they're not out there critiquing you. So, you know, and of course, it's, it's the performer that really does that, you know. So, and because of that, you know, he kind of uses that as a scapegoat. Great ending. Uh, beautiful finish. Ends with John Cusack getting killed. Uh, and a fight breaking out in the back, which is pretty fun to me. So, if I gave this movie a rating, I'd probably say this was like, you know, at least a... I'd probably say it's a four out of five. You know, it's not one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Most certain, most certainly not one of the best movies I've seen. But as far as like the fear factor goes, if you're like a casual horror fan and you really like, you know, watching stuff with a lot of suspense and build up, this is a really good movie and smart and it's pretty fun. If you're a horror fan that wants more gore and stuff like that, I'd probably suggest going back and watching, like, Cooties or something else that Elijah Wood's done that is a little bit of note, as they say in the movie. Uh, but, anyway, uh, follow us on all our regular social media platforms, and, of course, you can find all of our shows at one location, which is RottenCorpseRadio.com. You can get links to our Spotify, as well as... Uh, all the other places that you can find podcasts. And of course, our main location, anchor.fm forward slash Rotten Corpse Radio. And we are out of time, so have a good one, and we will see you next week.
This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.